Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the toast. Happy Tuesday that feels like a Monday that feels like a celebration because the toast is back. The maternity leave has come to an end. Your girls are back and we're singing already. Hey, Jax, how are you, Dan? <laughs> I'm good. I have slightly less energy than you. That's understandable, you know. You Given. are you are a year and a half older than me, so old. Yeah. the elder's going to eld. Wow. Wow, we're going to go there. We're going to hit below the belt this morning. Oh, is that below the belt? I feel like you're really not insecure no. about your age. Like I, you're really on track for your life. Like you're good. I was going to say that, that actually, like if I said that to you, it would hurt. That's hurtful. Wounding. For me, not really whatsoever. Um, but yeah, feeling really good. Gave birth three weeks ago. What's Woo-hoo. good counts. Um, but I'm really happy to be back. I'm happy to be back in my studio. So we have not podcasted like this, our classic remote setup, Jackson, Florida studio, me at Toast HQ in New York City. We haven't done this actual technical setup in months. We, I literally forgot how to do it. I know something's going to go wrong. I just have a feeling. No, totally. Not since March because in April, like the few shows that we did, we did together mm-hmm. in Florida. So we haven't done this setup since March, which is really crazy. But I think I think it's looking good. I'm excited to see how it all looks post-show. We have so much to update everyone. So first of all, it has been three weeks since you've become a mother of two. You had your son. What's his birthday? Let me guess. Let me guess. I I think I heard you say August 13th. No. Oh. August 30th? No. That was was like yesterday. When was it? August 14th. Oh, okay. I was close. Yeah. So I have August 14th, Charlie was born. August 15th, Bruno's birthday. It's just kind of a jam-packed week in my life. August used to have no significance to me, but now it's like two of my boys, their big day. That's that's beautiful. And And how's how's motherhood of two different than motherhood of one? You know what? It's really great. I found personally that the change from zero to one is so much harder than one to two. It's so much more enjoyable when you know what you're doing. Like I was so overwhelmed when I had Harry. Like what do babies do all day? How How often are they supposed to eat? I had no concept of like breastfeeding like that I would have to be doing it all day every day. Right. Like I just didn't think about it. And I learned on the job. And so now having all those skills and being able to enjoy so much of it, it's really been wonderful, honestly. 
The hardest part that. of like having two, I would say, is just make sure, making sure like the bigger one like doesn't harm the smaller one because yeah. Harry's so excited about the baby. Like, there's and he n- doesn't know his own strength. No, he doesn't. He, and there's no jealousy as of yet. Like he's just anytime he's like throwing a tantrum and I want to cheer him up, I'm like, want to see the baby? Literal smile on his face immediately. He loves the baby, but you know, he doesn't know his own strength. He's still working through his motor skills. So just trying to get them to be together, but not too close. Like slap each other. Not, it's only one way. Right, right, right. (laughs) It's only a one way street. That's probably like the biggest difficulty. And also like toddlers just have germs and they're on other kids that are sick. So like just trying to keep everyone close, but separate. Well, we miss you over here. I can't lie. Like the day you left, I could tell. I didn't know you were headed to the airport, but the city just kind of became like gray. And we, the city was literally weeping for your departure. We miss you terribly. I am going to see you in literally one week for the Jewish holidays, which is nice. Um, but it's not the same, even though I do love remote podcasting with you. I feel like we do our best work like this. I'm so glad that you love it so much because it allows me to live. To move to Florida. To live wherever I want. True. And it is a great situation. Being a mama, like a new postpartum mama and having my studio in my house is amazing. This morning, I actually, I got up really early because like Charlie fed at 645. Typically, like I would go back to sleep with him, but I just like got up and did my makeup Mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't get rushed. Yeah, be rushed. But just the commute up the stairs. I'm not gonna lie, it was hard today. My leg hurts. <laughs> I mean, stairs are literally my enemy. I hate stairs with every fiber of my being and I will do literally anything to avoid them. No, but um, also like I'm still recovering. And what's oh, weird right. about my recoveries, it feels like, I feel like an athlete, like I pulled muscles is how, like when I try and like get in the car, it's like my leg that hurts. I have yeah. to like help my legs. It's, you, I don't You kind know. of are an athlete. Yeah. 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 That's like all those yeah. TikToks, like what's not an Olympic sport, but feels like Olympic sport. They say being pregnant, but also giving birth to a nine and a half, a nine and a half pound baby. Pound? Nine and a half pound baby. Literally motherhood is an Olympic sport. Motherhood. Breastfeeding. Yeah. No. And just like being around kids is exhausting. Like Breastfeeding is an Olympic sport. Like the woman who produces the most, like who has bags and bags in her freezer, like deserves a gold medal it's not me I didn't win Olivia Olivia Ashray Olivia Ashray is a gold medalist in breastfeeding a hundred percent actually I probably because even though I don't have children but I talk to you and just like we're always talking about like kids and stuff my phone serves me with like mom content especially on TikTok and I've ended up on like super producer TikTok where like women who are like super producers when they wake up they're like all right I have to pump after my sleep and they will literally produce a gallon of like literally looks like it came from the grocery store (laughs) it's the craziest thing super producer Olivia is a super producer I'm not one but this time around breastfeeding is better than it was the first time also it just gets easier the more like the subsequent children you have the first time is always going to be the hardest but like even a super producer like Olivia didn't have a hard first time from the get so it can happen for people those magical people this has just been like a really crazy chapter of our lives not to make everything about me but like I was included in you were a big part of the book and the chapter yeah of the book and the chapter is closed. Like, how do you feel? I feel like it was such a really treacherous six months, right? Yeah. Is that how long it was? Five. Yeah. We're in this sixth month now. It's- Pain, uncertainty, you know, lots of anxiety. And, you know, Knockwood, God is good. Baruch Hashem. We made it out on the other end. And Churley is just churleying. 
How do you feel? I feel at a glance. At a glance. At a glance, I'm just like, whoa, what a yeah. crazy five months. And as I was going through it, I was aware that I wasn't really processing anything more than I needed to. Like, obviously, the stuff with the pregnancy, like, I have to be very present and like in making hard decisions and stuff. But like the moving and the being in our old apartment and, right. and being like, well, we have a house. Like, I just wasn't processing any of it. And I felt like when I got home, it would all just feel like a dream kind of, which uh-huh. it does kind of. But now that I'm home, I'm just like, whoa. And I'm also realizing how much more furniture I need. Like, yeah, you like left your house half empty. Yeah, like it was... I, as those things that didn't bother me before I left. Like now I'm like, we need a rug here. We need a runner here. My bathroom needs this. Like, and so that's kind of like, I just kind of want to get into the process of like making it our home. Nesting. 100%. Yeah, I really feel like nesting. So I didn't get to nest in my pregnancy really. Because what am right. I going to do in not my apartment? Right. And so now I want to do all of those things. But one, I can't really stand for more than 10 minutes without having like really bad back pain. And Same. two... Charlie won't be set down. He's on his mama 24-7. Right now he's on his daddy and he's allowing mommy to work, which he does do. He does let me work. But beyond that, he's like, you're not going to nest. You're not going to clean out your closet. You're not going to cook. No. So to confirm, you are now two for two with giving birth to boys who support women in business? Yes. They do. And they support working moms. They support. They support working moms. And here's what. You're not you're, allowed. You're not allowed to comment on my mispronunciations because I'm in postpartum. Like, yeah, I have postpartum brain. I get postpartum brain worse than pregnancy brain. I was watching the interview with Dr. Fox, which, by the way, dropped on Patreon. My OBGYN, who Mr. Sir Claude, like he's the guy. We did a Patreon episode and it was amazing. Um, but I was watching the interview and I'm just like flubbing words left and right. Okay, you know what? I agree. I will not comment. <laughs> and honestly, I just do it because it's funny. But like, you're right. It's not cool. You're post-pregnancy. You're, you know, not sleeping. It's not right. It's disgusting of me, actually. No, I appreciate the self-awareness. But it's, it's just, disgusting. I'm not fair game right now. No, not at all. <laughs> but so does that mean if I do it, you're going to lay off of me or no? Well, the problem is that you only do it during ads and I can't stop oh, you yeah. from talking. This is a business. This is a place of business, But Jackie. when I do it and I'm reading the stories, you get to interrupt me and make fun of me, but I can't like stop the ad. Like we've got to get our coin. Speaking of stories, we have five today. Is that correct? The stories just fell down from this. It took me two seconds. Literally, mana from the heavens. And sometimes when we are on a break and we come back, we do like the five story, the five big stories. But one, we've been Patreoning for the last month. So it's all over there. And two, like there's big news from the weekend and the stories are extremely from the last 48 hours. Yeah, I can't wait to get into all of there that all of that that there is. Um but like I do like really quickly just I know my obviously maternity leave like wasn't as important as yours, but like I did kind of like do a lot. So like is it okay if I just really quickly talk about it? Yeah, let me formally ask you, Claude, how was your break? It was amazing. Honestly, the unemployed life is definitely a life worth living. Like it was everything. Like so much sleep, so much peace. On day like 2 or 3, I really figured um, it's not like a sustainable life, the unemployed life. It's nice to have, and a month is a long time. But I did make the decision on like day, literally day two. I was walking around. I was so bored, like literally had nothing to do. And I joined the gym. 
And that was huge for me. And I was just checking. I really wanted to be like really active during maternity leave. And I just checked my app because it like logs how many active days you had. I had 18 active days in the month of August, which I feel like is really good, especially because I played pickleball like five times when I didn't go to the gym. So that's like 23 active days. Like that's amazing. Oh, you had 18 active days in the gym app. Just in the gym. Okay. Well, you need to get, Claude, like I just, I can't believe this is your journey, but you need to get a wearable to track all your activity. I know. You could know. get an aura ring, but also Whoop had reached out. They wanted us to w- start wearing Whoops. And not to be like that girl, but like my trainer. <laughs> yeah, my trainer. She loves Whoop. She was wearing the Whoop and she was telling me all about it. She's like, you got to get Whoop. I also saw, this is cool, and this is not an ad for Whoop, but they did. Not an ad. They did want us to try out Whoop and to see if we wanted to work with them. And I, when I was active like three years ago, I was on the cusp of getting a Whoop and instead I got pregnant. Um so similar (laughs) but I saw on your trainer's Instagram that the whoop when you're going to a fancy event and you don't want to wear the whoop with your dress like when people wear apple watches to a wedding they make Uh whoop undies where you take off the bit of tech and you put it in your undies that way you'll get if you're at a wedding you'll get the dancing points but you don't have to walk around with that ugly thing Jackie like when I go back on tour think about all my steps Claudia's tour number three brought to you by whoop 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 it it up. up. Yes. Okay. So I joined the gym. Life-changing. Like, I feel amazing. Like, I really do. Not to be like that bitch. The first three weeks, I was like, why do people enjoy this? And I'm still not the type of, like, I'm going to go today, and it's the bane of my existence. I woke up. It was the first thing I thought about. Like, I'm never going to be one of those people. I'm like, I need to sweat. Like, no, I'm just doing it because I have to. Um, But I do feel myself getting, like, a little stronger, which is good. You know, I'm not, like, out of breath after a flight of stairs. Like, when I go to lunch at Bloomingdale's, which is, you know, literally a daily occurrence. when I enter on Lexington Avenue, you have to take the stairs up. And I literally like found a way. If you go through the men's department, there's an escalator. Um, but I've been taking the stairs. Like, and I'm not out of breath. Like just little things in my day to day that are changed. Oh, and if you like are shocked to be hearing this and you've not been alive for the past month, I also dropped on Patreon during Jackie's maternity leave, my journey with Ozempic. I think there was a lot of, you know, speculation about how Turdy lost her weight. And a lot of people wanting to know if I'm on Ozempic and I did a whole episode on it because I am. And now that I've, you know, spoken my truth, the cat's like, out of prepare the to be sick of me. Prepare to be sick of me. Like, I can't stop talking about it. Taylor Strecker's coming on the podcast tomorrow. The whole episode is going to be about Ozempic because she's on it too. It's so um, funny for so long people wanting to talk, wanting you to talk about Ozempic and it's like, now you're, they're going to wish that you would shut up about Ozempic. No, they're like, not her making this her whole personality. Uh, yeah. It, what else? It literally is your personality. I'm obsessed. Yeah, so you should listen to that Patreon episode if you didn't already. And let's just give like a shout out to the Patreon that was just on fire, doing the most in the month of August. Like we just had episodes pouring out of us. And I want to say, like, of course, I'm so sorry that we were gone for a month. I know that I, I'm not trying to diminish anyone's trauma. Like, I know that's <laughs> probably really, really hard for you guys. But I feel like if you had Patreon, like, it really wasn't that bad. We were doing premium content, audio, video, confessions, doctorals. Like, it was literally. L- a work of art. No, and we were dropping like once a week. So we were just like every other podcast. Right, weekly. And there was that one week where there was so much news and it was like, what does the toast think about this? And we did a fast five episode. So we were really giving. No, I feel really good to be back. I can't lie. Like knowing how much people loved us, like it feels amazing how much they missed us. It was nice to be missed. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Do you think maybe today's episode will beat Smartless? I feel like if there ever was a shot in hell, it's this one. Yeah. If Although, 
Although I did, I don't know if I told you this. I found out something really interesting about the Apple charts. I don't know if anyone cares about this, but you know, we've always said the Apple charts are like a very interesting algorithm. It's not basically, oh, this episode has a million downloads and this one has 2 million. Like it's not numeric. But there is that. That does factor in. Of course, in. of course. But a part of the algorithm is subscribers. You know, you can do uh, kind of like how we do on Patreon. You can do paid content on Apple. And if you have a paid show, like a, a tier of subscription on Apple, you are prioritized in the charts, which smartless is I'm just saying and we're not we don't have subscription we don't do Apple subscription so so maybe just something to think about if we did we could beat smartless maybe but we're gonna just do it on our own merits so I hold on I just had a list of things I wanted to update everyone on and one of them is something that's gonna make you laugh so hard I wanted to share a really hilarious text message I got from a friend of mine like three days ago okay okay so it's my friend Marnie. She works um, for like a big fashion company and she does like a ton of um, PR. Like she's always sending us stuff. And she texted me that she ha was putting together like a package of things for you and Jackie. And I just received this voicemail from my warehouse and I am wheezing. You need to listen to it. Okay, I'm going to play it into the microphone. Wait, do I know Marnie? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, tell me, but I wonder if you'll be able to hear it in my microphone. We'll give it a shot. Morning, it's Scott Bowman. Um, I'd appreciate if you give me a call back when you get this message. It deals with this note that you want to send to this one influencer. Um, I, I'm just, I, I saw the way what you, what you wrote, and I'm concerned that maybe there was just a little bit of a typo or something. But in your original email, you you called her by the name of Turdy, you know, T U R D Y Lou. That, that struck me as a little bit odd. Maybe I thought it was you meant to say Trudy Lou. Um, I just need to validate. I have my, my wife write a card to to both Trudy Lou and Turdy Lou, but I'm not sure which one I should be sending. I just want you to validate for me like, the correct name. Uh, thanks a bunch. We'll hold off on sending this out until you get back to me. Thank you. Bye. And so Marnie's a toaster. She was dying. You she will was like, no, hear to four be known as Trudy Lou. I love it. I love it's it. It's giving Altivia. It's giving, no, Trudy Lou is my name. Trudy Lou. Oh my God, what a precious angel. He's so sweet. She's like, he's like this sweet old man. He was just like wanting to make sure that it wasn't a typo. Trudy, Trudy. That's so funny. Did you see that thing that Zach sent you um, on Instagram from the Saturday Big Ten game? It was like from Barstool posted it. Remind me. So it's the two hosts for Saturday sports football, like standing in front of the logo for yes, yes, for the turf. Big Ten Saturday, and like with their new logo and the way that the hosts were standing, it said Big Turd. <laughs> yeah, no, like have me on as a guest. The, I was crying. That is so funny. Um, I thought you would enjoy that. That very sweet pjom energy voicemail. Pjom energy. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like kind of like what my maternity was like. You know? Did Marnie tell him that it was not a typo and that her name is Turdy? Of course, Marnie clarified. And what did he say? Okay. Turdy it is. Turdy it is. Turdy it shall be. He said, oh, that poor girl. Yeah, they don't know. Turdy? That they don't know. That it's like a sign of respect. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty oh, funny, Turdy Lou. One of the other major things I did during your maternity leave was watch Suits. I think you were the one who told me to watch it, right? We reported on that yes. statistic that it was like the number one watch show on Netflix in August, right? Yes, it was. And you shared, I think, on the Patreon that you were watching Suits. 
I'm season seven. I'm lit up. I'm obsessed. It's literally one of the best shows. And like not me being fully obsessed with Meghan Markle now. Like I totally, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Everyone who did watch Suits back in the day, like they got it. They knew when she. She was like a little too beautiful and talented to be on this like random USA Network show. Like she didn't fit in. Like she just, you know where she needed to be? The palace. Right. And, you know, that's where she got. Right. Like they weren't shocked that she was dating a prince when it was announced. And what's so funny is the show is having like a crazy resurgence. It's like all over TikTok. And Mike Ross, the actor who plays him, Patrick Adams, that guy who's married to Troy and Belisario, um, he changed his Instagram bio to that guy from that show that you're watching on that app because that girl married the prince. Hmm. Yeah, he's like, they're they're making a moment of it. These people from the show are not like, you know, crazy, busy working actors. (laughs) Like they had had the show. Oh, but another fun fact, you're going to love this. The best character from the show is Louis Litt. He's Jewish on the show and he's Jewish in real life. And real ones will remember the girl from Princesses Long Island who was dating his brother. I think his brother's name was like Jeff Hoffman. And they were like all from Long Island. And she like thought she was better than everyone because like her boyfriend's brother was like on a TV show that no one was watching at the time. But now I guess, you know, it's a big now deal. Now she's better than everyone. So I went to his Instagram to like stalk him just to see what Rick was up to. And... <laughs> He is in that movie that we like weirdly have nonstop been talking about. <laughs> that Tim Dillon and Addison Ray Thanksgiving. He's in it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's like an Eli Roth movie that Tim Dillon has been cast in, Addison Ray. Rick Hoffman's in it. Star studded. And Rick Hoffman, I then went to go down a rabbit hole of all the characters from Suits at the royal wedding because she invited every single one of them and it was just cool to see them all there like in their outfits but I didn't realize because I wasn't paying attention to the cast of suits at the time that Rick Hoffman my favorite character the Jewish guy um went viral because of his outfit no no they like panned to him during and he looked miserable like you never saw a mug like this in your life so much so that he actually had to respond and he said very honestly he was like I was having a lovely time. The woman next to me had the breath (laughs) of a sewer. Like he was like, it was so horrible. Like that's what my face was reacting to, not the nuptials. It was a beautiful wedding, he clarified. Wow. That's kind of crazy to throw her under the bus like that. I know. Because it's like, we know. We could see her. We could see her. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been sitting here for 22 minutes and I didn't mention that I'm a new person um in the last week or so I know because I've been watching Love Island UK season five and the reason why I started with season five is because I watched Untold Jake Paul the night I went into labor I told this on the Patreon in my birth story and in the documentary he fights Tommy Fury who's with Molly May and I follow of course I had followed Molly May on Instagram like right after she gave birth because she's just like a girly and she posts really great content but then I saw Tommy on the documentary and I was like Oh, I want to know more. Let me go to their origin story. And I'm watching Love Island UK season five. And I came for Tommy and Molly and they are everything and more. Like obsessed beyond. A love story of of a generation. And I was really like kind of with blinders on. Like I'm here to like watch the nuggets of them. Where are Tommy and Molly in the background? Like what are Tommy and Molly doing here? And the way I have just fallen for... Maura Higgins and Maura mm. and Curtis like Claudia you actually have to watch it I know everyone says you have to watch Love Island UK and we always ignored them but yeah, I have not had this much of like a vocal reaction like every time they talk on screen or like 
kiss or have are cute like I'm literally just like oh my god I'm dying like I literally am laughing cackling they're both so funny smiling I'm so invested and it's been a wonderful postpartum companion show like Zach and I watch it every night after Harry goes down but then like Charlie doesn't actually fall asleep for the night until really late so we probably get like five episodes in every day and it's been so good we have like four left I'll miss it but I also am ready to see how it ends, what happens. So then I can go stalk everyone. Pretty sure Curtis and Maura aren't together right now because I followed her on Instagram already and she looks like a single girl. Mm -hmm. And maybe she's dating like a private businessman, Bo, who doesn't want to be on her Instagram. But if she was dating Curtis Pritchard from the show, like they'd be. Of course, they would be blowing it up. They're definitely not together. Plus this was literally 2019. Like it's crazy that Tommy and Molly are still together and that they have a baby and that they're engaged. Uh, It's so sweet. It's so sweet. Molly's in New York this week. Should we get her on the toes? Well, now that I'm gone, no. But maybe it's good that okay. I'm gone because maybe she wouldn't have come on the toes and then it would have hurt. Now I could just say it's because like. Yeah, like should- Molly, didn't, Molly didn't reject us because we never reached out. Right. Right. You can't get hurt if you never get up, you know? Right. But I do think she would have loved the toast and I would have loved to have her. But anyways, it's been wonderful, Claudia. Like you really should watch. Like I know. I You don't understand how I literally cannot watch anything till Suits is over. Ben is a Suits like torturer actually he's like making me hate the show because i've been really into the u.s open i want to watch it like every night ben sits there being like can we watch suits can we watch suits can we watch suits i'm like listen i'm in my tennis girl era i'm actually i think i'm gonna go to the u.s open this week i'm just like trying to find tickets they're like crazy expensive um and every time i put on tennis he's like but what about suits it's like so annoying i can't watch anything else when i'm done with suits i'm already on season seven i'm almost at season eight i will watch love island i promise what platform hulu Hulu, got it. And the only person who's loving the experience more than me is Zach, who which is so nice. Never heard of Love Island. Like I'm explaining like Casa more, and I don't. I'm not even a Love Island expert, but he's like, how do you know all of this? I'm like, I don't know. It's I, my job. I did watch like the U.S. first three seasons, so I know like how Casa more works and like you know all the recoupling and whatnot. Rules. But it has just been honestly like it's been such a positive. In your postpartum. In my postpartum journey. Like, I feel like the show that you watch when you're like, I haven't been watching while I'm breastfeeding in the night because Zach is sleeping and I can't watch without him. He won't let me. And if he watched it without me, no, no. Divorce. Um, But I feel like the show that you watch in those days right after you give birth is really a big part of your mental health and like you're you're thinking about it all the time. And even when you're sleeping, you're like barely sleeping. You're just like thinking about whatever you're watching or reading. And it has been such a great, show for this experience I love and that and you know I've been like dogging TV for the last few well, months yeah I didn't want to say that but like you were like kind of negative like a few months no, ago but, so. but that's just because the content's negative and the content is bad and when the content is good I'll be the first one to say it and rave about it but maybe your opinions on these shows were just a reflection of your headspace at the time I'll give it a shot what did I hate I'll go watch it everything what did I hate I don't remember I need a specific you watched uh, Selling Sunset. I love that. Like, I hate loved yeah, okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Oh, what Shrinking? Like, shrinking, which was good. Like, stop. I should, but the thing is, I feel like it would take more to impress me now because I'm like so drained. I'm so like, this is stupid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like it, it that just is a testament to how Love Island is amazing this particular season. Perhaps. No, it is. It would take more to impress me now. I am going to watch it, like, for sure. You're going to be obsessed. Curtis and Maura. Obsessed. And 
speaking of TV, I canceled my cable. Like, added to the list of things Jackie told me to do a million years ago. Jackie can't cut her cords. I thought it was the weirdest thing. I'm like, girl, everyone has cable. And she got YouTube TV cut to literally two days ago because I was watching the US Open and Spectrum is in like some legal battle with ESPN that I couldn't get ESPN. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I called them and I canceled. And now I have YouTube TV. And you know what? My life is no different. It's not better. It's not worse. It's no different, which is good. And it's savings. Oh, I'm now I'm saving like a couple hundred dollars a month. I was paying so much for cable. I already added to the list. Don't worry. Yeah, so there's Downton, Reading, Cable. Do you want the, honestly, do you want the official exor- list? We, we haven't updated it. You have to add Cable, and I think you have to add, like, exercising. Oh, totally. What is... Which is so sad. I know. Hold on. Okay, Downton, Reading, Reading on a Kindle. Mm-hmm. The phrase, how you dern. You hated it when I used yeah, to say it. so true. The show, Succession. Yeah. Pickleball. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Pickleball. A hundred percent. I'm obsessed. Cord cutting. And what did you just say? Exercise. Yeah. And you know what? Like, we'll be on the list. Like, in due time. I mean, I could tell you everything, but sure. But guess what I'm guessing? Love Island. No. No, because I agree with you. I'm not stubborn against okay, it. Okay, okay. Like, I agree. Uh. But this is things I was stubborn against, but obviously it was wrong about. I don't know. Motherhood. Oh, I. that's what I was thinking, but I was like, that's, you know... It's a little presumptuous for you to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, speaking of, you know, today's a new beginning. Beginning of a new dawn at the toast. So it's only appropriate that I woke up with my period. You know what's so funny <laughs> is that for the girl, me, who like hates talking about periods on the podcast. Cerclage. We did literally a whole episode with an OBGYN. With and I think like OBGYN. period, menstrual, hormones, like birth control. It was all... But I guess, but like, I'm okay with talking about periods if we had an episode dedicated to periods with an expert. That's totally fine. You know, Should you we? know what my issue with talking about periods is? Yeah. Like when people like, just like use it as a blanket excuse for everything. No, I'm not using it as an excuse. I'm you just, just want to update know, like That it truly is like the dawn of a new age here. Yeah. A new egg dropped. And, right. Like if it's how symbolic that today of all days, seriously. It's like a rebirth. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. Well, when you put it like that, I think we do. It was it was important for me to bring it up. Need to know. Thank no, you. honestly, this is a battle I have lost. I'm not going to die on this hill that we can't talk about. Period. Even though that wasn't my initial thesis. And what's so even that crazy even though that wasn't like, my initial thesis, but it's what no, I've come what to you be had known said, for. Which I actually, when you said it, I agreed with. It's like people on the internet like don't need to announce that they're on their periods. Like it's just <laughs> unnecessary. Like I agreed with it. But ever since you said that, I don't think a month has passed where I haven't acknowledged my period publicly. <laughs> it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. That happens to me had too you, sometimes. Had you never said it, I never would have brought it up. It happens to me too sometimes where I'm like against something, but then I find myself doing it. Oops, see this. A hundred percent. It's this leg. This leg. Your left leg. My left leg like won't move. Like when I get into the car, I gotta, I gotta like hoist my hoist leg. It. Ow. But it really feels like yeah. I pulled a muscle. That's what if you did. Like you literally were contracting your whole body to push out a 10 pound baby. Like it's not that crazy that your leg's a little <laughs> sore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just not what you would, ex- it's not the pain that you would expect when you think of birthing pains. A hundred percent. But that's been the lingering pain as well as back pain, which is just lovely. But I do have like uh, ultra strength ibuprofen. And your poise pads. And my poise pads, which I love. If you guys aren't patrons, which unfortunately a lot of you aren't. It's literally disgusting. No, I'm kidding. kidding. Um, You would have heard how the poise, what? 
No, 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 nothing, nothing. You would have heard how I really did use my poise pad when my water broke, and I only needed to use one. It absorbed right up. <laughs> it, it absorbs right up. <laughs> also, not an ad, but just letting you know, like, we are so authentic. Like, all of our sponsors are coming through at different stages of our lives. And different stages of this episode. You want to know my outfit? Head to toe, Lululemon. Oh, I just got to Actually, head to ankle. Shoes are Prada. Of course they are. Oh, speaking of shoes, if you're watching as a video today, I don't want to tr trigger warning, trigger warning. Look what shoes I'm wearing. I just got those two in that color. Original toasters will remember the kind of raggedy white pair of loafers that Jackie wore day in and day out at our old studio for approximately two years. And people started to say stuff. Like they really started to come for the shoes. And you know what? I was one of those people. Add it to the list. The Nicholas Kirkwood flats. Because I'm like, Jackie, first of all, like those shoes, like throw them away. Like they're they were my, everyone called them my granny shoes. And like they were a little old lady, but it was more so like the condition that they were in, you know, like you wore them every day. They were like white. They had gotten a little sad. Um, but cut to, you know, they were on sale. Jackie sent me a link and I actually bought them. Literally, I've never had a pair of shoes that makes my legs look longer and skinnier. And I stand by that. So you know what? Once again, we were wrong and Jackie was right. Yeah. Also, it was when you came down to Florida and raided my closet that you, you wore a pair of them. Tried them on. And you loved how you looked. You were going to like the way you look. You guaranteed it. I did. And so much so that she bought the shoe. And I bought that color too, the beige ones that you're wearing. So now I have it's, three. It's a gorge, gorgeous fall footwear. Gorgeous fall footwear. But it's also because like granny is in style right now. Granny is in. You were just a little ahead of your time. Yeah. Which is fine. Like Shakespeare. You weren't even appreciated. Shakespeare wasn't even appreciated in your own time. And you're certainly not. Oh my God. Certainly not. Certainly. Certainly. You guys don't even know. You guys don't even know. <laughs> No, I do feel um, very I, appreciated. I've gotten a lot of outreach and love yeah. um, just over the last few weeks. You guys are the best, and I am so happy to be back doing the show. So moving forward, let's do like a little housekeeping. Obviously, everybody saw the schedule for this week. It's posted on our Instagram. We've got great co-hosts. You will be checking in with us minimum once a week, Minimum correct? once a week for this uh, next month. So like, see how it goes. You know, if you want to come back twice a week, like we would absolutely love to have you, but no pressure, of course. Yeah, so far, so good. Um, not to like jinx anything, but I think for September, expect me once a week. Okay. October, like more than that. I'm also should be coming to New York in October. So that would be like a five day. Oh my God. By the way, book launch is coming soon. Book launch. I wanted to mention the books. I felt like I haven't mentioned in a while. I was a little like, quiet on the home front, but my children's book is coming out October 10th, almost a month away. It's called The Camper and the Counselor. And it is so amazing and wonderful. And I actually haven't given this update um, because people are going to think I'm lying, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. It is literally Harry's favorite book. We read it every night it before is. bed. Every he has it memorized. He has like he finishes every single stanza. Whenever I finish more, we do it again and again and again. And Miss Rachel, yeah, Moore. the Miss Rachel more. And I keep reading until like I have to be like, okay, no, Harry, it's time for bed. Um, he he calls it counselor. Like when he wants to read the book, he's like counselor. I'm like counts like and I'm really not lying it is his favorite book of all of the books Jackie and, and when you put him down when you put him down for bed does he say mommy the windy camp roads because he, 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 he does sometimes no that part's a lie see I'm not gonna lie he doesn't say it okay don't lie um but he loves it so much and I really didn't like push it on him like you better like mommy's book it was just like always around the apartment no but he better like mommy's right book. and I read it to him like a few times like just to test out the product and he absolutely loves it like it's it's an amazing book and it's it's mom tested and Harry approved. 
And that's because like children's books that rhyme are far superior, even though the industry says otherwise. Yeah. And it's full of colors. There are so many like little things that he's like bird brush because yeah. there's like a hairbrush. Uh, they are drinking tea. He loves tea. So he said tea. Um, he loves tea. Yeah, he loves tea. And it really is his favorite book. And it's just really great for kids. Like it's, you should get it is what I'm saying. So head over Check Amazon, link in my bio, Google, wherever you buy books. You know. You know, where to, you know where to find me. You know. And you can still get a signed copy via Talk Shop Live. So Fabulous. if you want to do that, go and do that before that's no longer an option. Let me ask you a question. Mm. Do you think it's time? Like, So I've been thinking about that. Like on the one- Because it kind of feels like On the like one timing. hand, it is time. And if the stories weren't so interesting, amazing, I would continue to wax poetic about how much Harry loves his mommy's work. But given that people wanted to hear about our takes on these stories, it's time. But otherwise, it wouldn't have been time because like we could have recapped the last month for an hour and a half. I know, but I feel like we have like a job to do here today. We do. We do. And I think I didn't like get dressed in haka for nothing. Right, right, right. So, without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know. And today's episode is brought to you by a brand new sponsor that I'm very excited about because this was a product and a brand in my daily skincare routine, CeraVe. So CeraVe, as a lot of us know, is the number one dermatologist recommended acne brand. And they have a line of products developed specifically for acne prone skin to promote clear complexion, all formulated with three essential ceramides so you can disrupt the acne cycle without disrupting the skin barrier. So if you are struggling with acne, CeraVe is just a skincare brand that you can really, really trust. And I think with acne, some people get um, really insecure and they think they have to go like really, really high end or, you know, more complicated. But CeraVe is just like a really good, reliable, simple brand that uses really, really good ingredients. An effective acne cleanser is the first step in your anti-acne routine. Two of the most commonly recommended ingredients for treating acne is benzoyl peroxide and salicylic acid. So salicylic acid works to exfoliate and unclog pores. It removes dirt and acne causing debris. The CeraVe Acne Control Cleanser contains 2% salicylic acid to reduce blackheads and prevent new breakouts. It improves the appearance of pores and contains oil-absorbing technology, making it a great option for maintaining a clear complexion and preventing new breakouts. CeraVe's Acne Foaming Cream Cleanser is a 4% benzoyl peroxide treatment to clear acne pimples, help prevent new breakouts, and allow skin to heal. The formula contains hyaluronic acid, niacinamide, and three essential ceramides that leave skin feeling comfortable. And they just launched a new 10% maximum strength benzoyl peroxide wash, which is the CeraVe Acne Foaming Cream Wash. It is the highest concentration without a prescription available. It clears face and body without disrupting the skin barrier. So whether you have acne on your skin, I know a lot of people get it on their chest, back, shoulders, you can use that wash on your body. Their AM Facial Moisturizing Lotion and PM Facial Moisturizing Lotion are recommended by dermatologists. These moisturizers contain three essential ceramides to help restore the skin's natural barrier. Visit CVS in-store or online at cvs.com to receive buy one, get one 40% off on the entire CeraVe acne line. The promotion runs between September 3rd and September 9th and September 17th through September 23rd. So with CVS in-store, store or online at cvs.com to receive that buy one get one 40% off on the entire CeraVe acne line. Today's episode is also brought to you by the farmer's dog. So if you have a Strice brethren in your life you know how important it is to keep them healthy. It contributes to a long life and we believe that all dogs should be eating real fresh food. Um, it is 
The farmer's dog is so easy. It's delivered to your door monthly. You freeze it, you squeeze it. They give you this little quiz before uh, when you sign up to learn all about your stripe sparrow based on their breed, their activity, you know, poops, things like that. And when you switch over to the farmer's dog, you will have a noticeable difference in so many things uh, about your dog. Like for Theo, I noticed his breath was so much better. His breath was a really big problem for me. I thought it was just like dog breath, but low key, it was like not normal. And now that he's eating fresh, healthy dog food, his breath is so much better, shinier coat. His poops are better scheduled. They're, you know, smaller, more just like what duties should be. You know, there's so many health benefits. Um, the farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by, by vets. It's nutritionally balanced and it's made from real healthy ingredients to human safe to human food safety conditions and standards. So it's the best option for dogs at all life stages because it's not kibble, it's not canned goo, it's just real healthy food. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are highly processed. They can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they are extremely difficult to portion accurately. And the farmer's dog isn't just fresh, higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. So get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. That's uh, free shipping included when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. Thanks, Claude. You're welcome. Okay. Our first story, I personally think it's the biggest story of the last few days and the most surprising. Joe Jonas and Sophie oh, yeah. Turner are headed for divorce, TMZ reported on Sunday. Sources with direct knowledge told TMZ that Joe had his people contact and consult with at least two L.A. area divorce lawyers, and he's on the cusp of filing for divorce to end his marriage to Sophie. TMZ sources say the couple has had serious problems for at least six months. They're told over the last three months, Joe has been caring for their two young children pretty much all of the time, even as his band was touring. They're told Joe currently has the kids as the, the group is playing shows around the U.S. On the surface, though, it seemed there are no signs of trouble. Um, they attended events together. However, in recent rings, weeks, Joe was seen not wearing his ring. But last night, uh, there was a Jonas Brothers concert or two nights ago, and Sophie was in attendance. Joe was wearing his ring. He also posted to Instagram yesterday a picture of him where his ring is, like, front and center. Yeah. But, like, then TMZ, clearly, you know, they're trying to say something. TMZ updated their story with a shot of him from a few weeks ago not wearing a ring to go get coffee, which, like... Means nothing. Means nothing. But TMZ is maintaining that they are headed for divorce. So, let's just talk about the initial shock of this news. Like, when I saw this, I was genuinely shook. This is a couple, like, to me, that is just set. And I don't think about them. They don't like, you know, have drama or anything. I just don't even think about their their viability as a couple because to me they're just like married, you know? Like they're yeah. they're not they're not in the tabloids, they're not salacious at all. And I feel like they're really well matched for each other, personality-wise, fame-wise. I feel like they're really happy. They just had their second kid. So this was extremely shocking news. And part of me just like couldn't believe it. And then, you know, her being at the show and him wearing his ring and posting on Instagram kind of pointedly made me think it's not true like I, I don't know what to believe now <sighs> I usually am the first to stay in denial and when I first saw this news like I was genuinely shocked but then I kind of came around to the idea you know they're both like very young when you are like the, I, I could imagine 
I came around to it. I was like, oh, okay, I guess they're not going to work out. That's really sad. Now they're not denying the rumors, but they are kind of trying to throw people off the scent. So I feel like they just want to buy more time for themselves. But I I don't feel like it's them saying, no, we're together because they would have put out a statement or something. Right. And I guess like if they are separated her being at the show is like not that crazy if the girls are do they have two daughters yeah if their kids are on tour with him right you know she wants to spend time with the kids and they want to go to the show like it's not the craziest thing especially if it's like decently amicable right and so I feel like them doing the stuff that they did in the last few days of rings and shows and whatnot is just them trying to like maintain a bit of privacy by throwing people off the scent um, not necessarily rebuking the fact that they're having marital troubles. The TMZ article was extremely shady towards Sophie. Um, basically saying, you know, she hasn't been with the kids at all, even though Joe's on tour, the kids are with Joe. She hasn't worked much since Game of Thrones. Like, it was very shady. And it made me think, like, where the information comes from. Like, if that's coming from Joe's camp, like, that's really, like, could be a sign of trouble. Yeah, but I don't think it's coming from Joe's camp, like, with Joe's knowledge. Like, I don't think that, like, maybe there's some, like, rogue team member who knows stuff who, like, went to TMZ, but I don't think Joe would be actively trying to, like, put this narrative out there, especially if he's also, like, working with Sophie to make sure things look like they're okay. Right, right, like, they're a team still. Right, but, like, maybe, like, one of the lawyers that he met with, well, that's, like, actually illegal, I don't know, but you know, maybe somebody heard a whisper and they're like, oh, Joe met with two lawyers and Sophie's not with the kids and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is, this is just really shocking to me, honestly. Like, if you would have asked me which of like the Joe bros would get divorced, honestly, I never would have said Kevin and Danielle. No. I never would have said Joe and Sophie. And honestly, like these days, I don't think I would have said Nick and Priyanka. Like, I think Probably when they first... Most people would have said Nick and Priyanka because people love to doubt them and they love to prove people wrong. No, it's so true. But they're also like the most, in my opinion, like private. About yeah. their relationship. Joe and Sophie are actually pretty private too. Now like, they are. I think in the beginning they weren't. Nobody even knew Sophie was pregnant the second time. Yeah, yeah. Until she like posted, I think, in a carousel, not even the first picture. Yeah. A picture of her like and giving birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know who I would have said got got divorced first, but to me, I just thought that these two were really solid. So this is just shocking news. It is. I do want to hold out hope that TMZ doesn't know what they're talking about, but, but they listen, not only like put out that first article, they're doubling down. They're not no, like I'm, being TMZ's thrown. always right. TMZ is always right. I think this is a situation like where there's smoke, there's fire for sure, but I don't, I think it's still in flux you know maybe they're trying to work things out maybe they are separating maybe one of them is having a hard time and needs some personal time yeah you know I don't know man this is really just shock like actual shocking news it takes a lot to shock me it takes a lot to shock me too it's shocking and it's sad it is sad especially because they just had a baby and it's not to make it about us, but we've always cited them as an example of a yep. couple that could be extremely busy and still make it work. So your scheduling conflict excuse for breaking up as a celebrity couple like has no merit. No, but we look at also, Joe and Sophie. We've also used them as an example of like, like how amazing it was that Joe Jonas was able to actually, you know, date on his level after Gigi Hadid. But it's still an example of that. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. It's just sad that it wasn't a happy ending. But I guess it's still an example of busy schedules being able to thrive in relationships because 
when the Jonas Brothers were making their comeback, it was the final season of Game of Thrones. Like you couldn't find it's actually so true, busier so true. or more successful people. Actually, I feel like right now their schedules are less busy. Yeah, so it has nothing to do with schedules. Yeah. Now people are obviously like pulling footage from the last couple of weeks of shows. Joe had cried during one song and like it kind of was out of character for him to cry. He's like not the emotional one. He's kind of like goofy. Yeah. But like I cry sometimes. You do. Like even heroes cry. (laughs) You know, there's a million reasons to cry. Yeah. Sometimes a song just like really comes over you and like it's like not even your favorite song or not even the best song, but you just get like kind of like taken by the song. No, it's so true. And you're like on the huge stage with your brothers performing these it's songs. Emotional. Yeah. It's how can you not cry? It's so true. What song was it? Uh Little Bird or something? I don't even know it. I wonder what like what it's about. I, I imagine it goes a little something like this. Little bird, oh you're so little and you're a bird, so fly away. Okay, it's about like a, a daughter. Oh, and, okay. Well, that'll make you cry. It, it literally, listen to the lyrics. I'll try and read them without crying. Okay? okay. You came in the world, my baby girl, beautiful angel. Oh, I could cry. Got your mother's kind eyes. Oh. Trying to stop time. No, I could never ask for more. Darling, there's a train coming in your life that you got to catch, but that's not right now. Oh my God, this song is literally designed to make you cry. Okay, I'm sorry I made fun of it. I really am. No, no, not even that. He's not crying about Sophie. No, yeah, it's fatherhood. It's emotional. Kids growing up. Time is fleeting. Yeah. Small hands wrapped around my finger, wrapped around my finger. And we dance, try to let it linger, try to let it linger. Ooh. Because I know if I'm doing my job correct, nights like these will happen less. Oh my God, God, that's really sad. I have chills. I can't. So please just keep me in your heart when you fly into somebody else's arms, little bird. Oh, that's really sweet. Not me being like such a bitch making fun of it. No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't like know. You I didn't know. You were making fun of it. Little bird fly. <laughs> and now I need to listen to the song and try not no, to totally. cry. Number one favorite song. Number one favorite song. Title I of just want to play my music all night long. To me, that's the best Jonas Brothers song. Oh, really? Yeah, play my, play my music literally from Camp Rock, in my humble opinion, is the best Jonas Brothers song. My humble opinion states that the best Jonas Brothers song is Fly With Me. That's also a really good one. You know what? Low-key, they have like so many bangers. Used to pray for a moment just like this. Love Use that song. and I can't resist. Baby, we're going to want to remember this. Baby, we're we're going to want to remember. So good. So good. Like, they kind of are, like, amazing. Yeah. So we'll keep you posted on Joe and Sophie Ovs. Jophie, it's really, it's upsetting. It is upsetting. And I hope that whatever comes that they're able to coexist, work through for the kids. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? I am. Another shocking split. What? Summer House stars Carl oh Radke my God, yes. and Lindsay Hubbard called off their engagement. 
this weekend. Uh, Entertainment Tonight had the exclusive that they caught off their engagement and it was all caught on camera. Sources told ET that Carl and Lindsay have called off their engagement. The two were set to get married in November, but Carl told Lindsay he couldn't move forward with the wedding. The breakup was filmed and will most likely play out on the next season of Summer House. Just two weeks ago, she had her bridal shower in the city. Uh, Several of her co-stars were in attendance. And now this. No, this is shocking. They were literally getting married in November. Like, this is a close call. Um, I'm shocked, and I'm a little annoyed because I really took their side last season, and now I look stupid. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I I look forward to finding out what happened because I feel like maybe it could still vindicate us, you know? Like, yeah, I, I can't explain it. But I still, even though they didn't work out as a couple, like, I still stand firm that Danielle's reaction to their engagement was... Insane! The craziest thing I've ever witnessed. Even even now looking at through the prism of two people who aren't meant to Together, be and aren't yeah. getting married. Like, that's just not how you react when your best friend gets engaged. No, um, I stand by everything. Like, I believed in their love and I'm not going to apologize for believing in love ever, first no, of all. No, and I Second also all, just like believed in the way that they were treating their relationship as an adult relationship serious. and taking themselves very seriously. Like, completely agree. I stand by what I said. I honestly don't even know the two of them well enough. I don't think I ever said these two are meant to be. Me and ever Like, I just, I liked I how like they, were they were moving like in their relationship. Up. Yeah. Yeah, and like acting like adults. Unless they say something like, we were too serious, too fast. Uh, yeah, unless they say they move too fast. Even though I don't think the timeline was that crazy. No, me neither. Not in, not compared to like lay people, you know? Yeah, no, and keep in mind, these are two people who have known each other for like over 10 years. Right, I don't think it's so crazy either. But this news was shocking. Right, and apparently it's a shock to Lindsay as well. It's not like they came to this decision. I think he blindsided her. He did it on camera. So we shall see in a few months, whatever That's this moment was. That's crazy. Because one thing I actually respected about the relationship is that they kept things to themselves, like especially off camera. Like they didn't air dirty laundry. Like they, you know, presented a united front, which I think is really good for a relationship. So to just be blindsided on camera, that's like kind of like out of character of Carl in terms of their relationship. I feel like he was always like protecting Lindsay. And that's one thing I actually really respected about their relationship. Um, So this is crazy, but it does lend an opportunity for like this redemption of Lindsay like all the girls like she's going to become like a victim energy now um and I think the audience will will feel for her I do think this could kind of be like a redemptive moment I don't think she needs to be redeemed now I don't either but we were in the minority I know but that just frustrates me and also I, I don't know We'll have to see what happened because if I were Lindsay and all these people didn't support my relationship, like I'm also not running over to you in my time of need. Yeah, yeah, but there's limited people, you know, she's in despair. She's stuck in this house with people. Like she needs a shoulder to cry on. Yeah, well, she's friends with that girl, Sammy, Samantha. And I also do think her and Danielle are on the mend. Yeah, I saw Danielle said something about the breakup, but I didn't click that. She did. Somebody had cited... uh, the scene in Sex and the City movie one where Big uh, leaves her at the altar and Charlotte hugs Carrie while they're like in the limo fighting and she's like, no, no. And Danielle commented like, I am Charlotte. Yeah, it was cringe, but I I assume that means they're on good page. I don't know. Okay, well, I'm sad about it, honestly. uh, This was another thing that genuinely shocked me and also made me a little annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, oh my God, the one time I like stand for something, of course they break up. Yeah, not cool. Not a cool ask. Are you ready for our next story? 
I don't know. Am I? No, you don't look ready. If we're being yeah, honest, I'm, I'm not because uh, the next story, excuse me, is brought to you by Kitsch game changing. That's what Kitsch's biggest fans say about its time-saving beauty essentials for hair, skin, and body. Are you ready to change the beauty game? They say that hair care is the new skincare, but there's one brand that's really taken it to the next level. With a cult-like following, Kitsch has created game-changing essential beauty essentials that the beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch knows hair care doesn't stop in the shower. So uh, Kitsch is a brand I adore. I have so many of their clips, like so many of their different... Um, hair products especially like I'm in my blowout era I don't know if anybody noticed like I don't really curl my hair anymore I've been like trying to preserve a weekly blowout and that requires some products when you sleep like an animal the way that I do so whatever your budget whatever your skin or hair type Kitsch believes that you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices they started selling hair ties in 2010 door to door and now they are carried in over 20,000 retail locations maybe you've seen their satin pillowcases their caps and their eye masks all of which I have been using I'm like a satin dream when I go to sleep now because it really helps me wake up like without a rat's nest that I don't have to like fully blow out again um they also have heatless satin curling rollers if you want to get rid of heat damage their latest viral craze is the rice water shampoo bars which can improve your overall hair growth and density reviewers say that they'll never use bottle shampoo again and their hair feels like a thousand percent better between washes plus right now for a limited time you can live the barbie dream life with the barbie by kitsch collection so right now kitsch is offering you 30 percent off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash toast that's right 30 percent off anything and everything at mykitsch.com slash toast that's mykitsch.com com slash toast for 30% off your order. Today's episode is also brought to you by Court. Life is always changing and your furniture should be able to change with it. With Court Furniture Rental, you can get the furniture and services that you need to help make everyday life transition as seamless as possible. So whether you're making a short-term long-distance move, relocating, starting a new chapter, or you simply don't want to be tied down by owning furniture, Court has a solution for you. Simply pick the furniture you want, then their expert team delivers and sets it up. The furniture will be there when you need it and gone when you don't. Get furniture on your own terms with Court Furniture Rental and visit court.com slash podcast to learn more and find the furniture package that fits your life. That's C-O-R-T.com slash podcast. So you can have furniture on demand, which I think a lot of us aren't used to and being bogged down with so much furniture, especially if you live like a more relaxed, you know, untethered lifestyle and you love to travel, having so much furniture can be like kind of a pain and then you have to find storage or if you just like to keep up with like furniture trends, they change so quickly. So having court furniture rental at your disposal is kind of like a gorgeous thing. Make room for something new without leaving a mess behind to clean up. Court will pick up what you've rented without you lifting a finger and by renting, you're supporting a more sustainable way of living, which of course is fabulous. So again, that link is court dot com slash podcast c-o-r-t dot com slash podcast to learn more and find the furniture package that fits your needs this is a fabulous premise i feel like it's kind of revolutionary fabulous premise kind of revolutionary kind of revolutionary honestly i feel like court.com slash podcast yeah it's a great thing great resource mm-hmm Okay, our next story, Travis Barker's family emergency has been revealed. Pregnant Courtney Kardashian was briefly hospitalized. So Travis Barker had to abruptly fly home from Blink-182's tour after his pregnant wife, Courtney Kardashian, was hospitalized, according to a new report. The reality star had a brief stay in the hospital, is now back home with her kids. She's feeling better. Uh, People Magazine Insider added, she's happy to have Travis back home too. So Travis is on tour. The band put up an announcement that Travis had to go home for a family emergency. We all know Courtney is pregnant and she had a brief stay in an LA area hospital um, and she checked out of the hospital on Saturday. Weirdly, there's paparazzi photos of her leaving the hospital. Leaving. So rude. So um, rude. 
I feel like for him to have canceled like so many big shows, it had to have been like a serious thing. And to be in the hospital is obviously so scary, but like pregnant is even scarier. So honestly, I'm not going to be a snoop. I would love to know what's going on, but like I'm genuinely wishing her the best, like for real. Genuinely wishing her the best. I'm glad that she was able to leave. I hope everything's okay. I understand big or small when you're pregnant, wife is in the hospital, like you leave your show. Yeah. And I feel like maybe not every single artist would do that. They would wait to see like what's going to be. How it lands. But like the way that Courtney and Travis are, you know that they want to be by each other's side through everything. Like it makes sense that he dipped and is going to be with her. Yeah, I feel like one of my biggest takeaways from the most recent season of the Kardashians is like Travis is like, everything he's such a good husband he's such a good daddy such a good stepdad he's such a good I think he's also like a I don't even know what the relationship guardian. is guardian Sh- Shanna Mokler the oldest daughter Atiana is not bi- Travis's biological kid but you would never know that like he treats it he treats her you know like loves her lives with her it's like I the more I learn about Travis like the more I'm obsessed yeah he's really just a family man and you know, it just doesn't look yeah, like it. Yeah, you would just like, never guess it because he looks so hardcore. Right. But he's like deeply emotional and, you know, he's been through a lot and he didn't fly for all those years. Like he's kind of this like onion. Onion. Right. Well, now this onion is with his wife. And uh, the kids, because I saw Penelope went with uh, Auntie Coco and Auntie Kim and lovey to the Beyonce concert last night so obviously like the whole family's pitching in you know making sure the kids sure Courtney's recovering I'm sure all the kids are at grandma's it's nice it's nice but I also could have seen Penelope going with North and Kim to the concert even without this like that's very much like what they do North and P are best friends so yeah I'm I'm glad everyone's having a good time which actually leads to our next story our Mm -hmm. next Kardashian story which is Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet cozying up at Beyonce's Renaissance tour in their first public outing together so Beyonce's tour made its way to LA a lot of celebs in attendance a lot of headlines but the biggest one is Kylie and Timothy together kissing loving each other having a great time so this is, in my opinion, like the first real photo we have of them. The other one was like them smoking cigarettes outside in someone's backyard and they weren't even touching. Like to me, those, those could have been to, to any, any two people. Yes, but it did give credence to what to me sounded like an unfathomable rumor, rumor that the two of them were dating. Like I would have never guessed it. So just the fact that it was her and Kendall and Timothy and Kimber, like it meant something. Yeah, no, it was it was further confirmation. But to me, like, this is so next level. Like, the kissing photos, holding each other. And I think before I saw these photos, like, I would have said, this is a weird couple. I'm like, I'm not into it. I, I genuinely do not understand the Timothy Chalamet hype. Like, how he gets the most beautiful women in the world is, like, one of the great mysteries to me. And I'll just never understand it. Having seen these photos, I don't still fully understand it. But, like, I'm definitely on board for this relationship. They looked really happy. They're the same height. It was cute. Yeah, I think what makes the relationship cute after seeing these photos is seeing the height that I would have expected that he would be, like, really small. Yeah, I mean, I I knew that he's small. That is part of, like, my hypothesis as to why I don't understand the height. No, but, like, together, Kylie's tallish. For a girl. Like, I, I weigh more than Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. No, they look they look really cute together. and it, They do. She looked really beautiful and really happy. Yeah, really beautiful and, and really happy. You know what? These are photos, like, we've never gotten of Kylie. She wasn't doing this with Tyga. She wasn't doing this with Travis Scott. Like, they were so much more private. And this is just, like, so unserious 
from Kylie, who's like always does everything like, you know, very seriously. I, I enjoy this fresh energy. I think she's just living life, you know? Yeah. She's so young. That's the thing. Like I, I, I always kind of, I see her as this like serious old woman because she had kids so young and she has this like billion dollar business and she's just accomplished so much. She's accomplished just as much as like her mom, you know? Yeah. But she's literally 24, right? 26 maybe. Whatever. She's so young. And this is what a 26 year old should be doing. Like popping your pussy at Beyonce with your new man. Yeah. But they've been now together for a while. So I think it's also her being pretty settled and content in her relationship enough to be like, you know what? Let's take this thing for a spin. Yeah. I mean, all the K's were at Beyonce. Like Kris Jenner was blackout. Like I lived for it. Did you see that Beyonce had asked everyone to wear silver in the audience? And like pretty much everyone did. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, are you also familiar with the mute challenge? Yes. I wasn't sure since it's like all over my TikTok. I don't know if it made it to reels. Yet. I didn't, Good to know that it, it didn't has. make it to reels. I didn't know that we were adding challenge to the second half of it. Oh, I think we are. I think it's just like Beyonce said mute, so you shut up. Look around, everybody on mute. I will never scroll past one of those videos. Like, I find it so interesting if she could really. And only two times, I think, has it been like complete without some asshole being like, Beyonce, like, whoa. In LA last night, the, the show last night, they did it like really well. And then the, the, the show that everyone like talked about forever was like night two in Atlanta or whatever. It was like, you could hear a pin drop. It's actually like the sickest thing. And I think it's really smart. It's like a good way to, cause every time people go to the concert, like of course you film at a concert, but everyone is filming the mute moment. So it's just a good way to keep your tour in the news. You know, it's actually very smart. Yeah. I think that's also like with this dress code thing. I wonder what it's yeah. for. Maybe it's for um, a recording of the concert. Or I don't know, Beyonce's just like a very visual person. Yeah. Maybe she wanted to see something beautiful and she's like, hoes, get dressed. Like, we're going out. It's my birthday. Yes. Don't look don't look like a slob. Speaking of concert tours, not a story, but Taylor and uh not admitted. PP Brain announced. announced that she is her tour is a movie, October 13th, three days after Camper and Counselor. You'll be able to she's- watch at AMC Theaters. She's yeah, she's not doing like a streamer, you know, she's kind of going back in time, reviving the the movie industry. And I read somewhere, so the production cost, she of course paid for it herself, was between 10 and 20 million dollars and they far surpassed that in pre-sale tickets for the AMC theaters. I think it was at like 26 million, which is that of like a Marvel movie. That's like what Marvel movies make in pre-sale. Wow. Yeah, so like she and she did all of this without because uh obviously there's a strike, but also I don't think she needs a movie studio to produce it for her. She has her own production company. But in the midst of the strike, which is still ongoing after maternity leave. But you said um, like after Labor Day things might clear up. So start, now yeah. we're on strike alert. Yeah. But this is a SAG sanctioned project because it's not SAG. Got it. So it's She's not working with the studio. It's strike compliant. Yeah, she got approved, you know? Got it. Well, I'm kind of struggling because as someone who hasn't seen the Eras tour yet, and I do plan to see it next year when she comes to Miami, I don't really want to see it. You shouldn't. The movie before I see the tour. So I don't think I'm going to. No, you shouldn't. I did get tickets for Friday night, the night it comes out, and I also got for Saturday at noon. Everyone was buying Friday night, and then, like, it was loading so slow. I'm like, let me just check Saturday. Completely empty. I got, like, the best seats in the house. So I have some shitty seats Friday night that, honestly, I just might give to someone, and I'll wait the 12 hours. I'm like, you're nuts. Yeah, no, I agree. Just sleep in. Take yeah, no, a, and it's literally take like a, a melatonin. It's a 10 p.m. showing. Like, I'm not in the mood. Take a melatonin at 10. Rise around 11. Head to the movies. Yes, yeah, stay off your phone. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. But, like, what's going to be that you didn't already see? 
No, nothing. I just want to like be a part of something. Is that okay? No, no, no. I'm not asking why are you seeing it. I'm asking what... Why do I have to see it Friday night? Yeah, like what are people going to post on TikTok in those 12 hours that you didn't already see? Nothing. I just like want to support my girl, you know, and be, be, up, be, be the first one. Like I'm annoying like that. Okay, cool. I'm doing it for attention. Is that what you wanted me to say? Okay, I'm doing it for attention. No, I honestly didn't think that. I thought that maybe we could break down some of these preconceived notions that you have and make you more comfortable with the idea of just going Saturday at noon. But I literally said, like, I am going Saturday at noon. And no, like, I'll I know, probably give were, up my, I said, I'll probably give up my seats Friday for sure, night. Like, I agree with you. you it's stupid. You were feeling like it was a consolation. And I'm just like, wondering no, why I, that I don't think I said that. I don't recall saying the word consolation. No, because you wanted Friday night. No, I don't recall. I just feel like this whole situation's kind of been, like, thrown in my face when I was just being honest and vulnerable. You're such a victim. You're so strong. I am. Searching for victimhood, the you're Claudia Ashray story. You're so brave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I'm literally amazing and courageous and vulnerable all at the same time. Yeah. Thank you. So we'll, we'll see what I end up doing with my ticket. She'll be there Friday night. Uh <laughs> <laughs> literally. So I don't think I'm going to see it. Just to bring it back to me. I think that's the right call. And you can, by the way, like you'll get the DVD. It'll be on demand. Like, actually, I also read. It's going to be on a streamer in 13 weeks. She's allowed to. So after 13 weeks of it being in theaters, like, uh, what's the word? Exclusively with AMC theaters. She is then allowed to take it to market again to see if, you know, there's any bids. I guess the bids the first time weren't big enough. Damn. And her power knows no bounds. Like, wherever she puts it, people will go. So it's like, why should I give all my power and my influence to a Disney? Like, I want $100 million, and I'm sure they weren't willing to give that in these dark economic times, thanks Joe Biden. And now, we're all having to go to the theater. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, again, you're very brave. I know. <laughs> not be getting political. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Oh, no, I'm not. Ooh. Crazy. That was close. Close it's call. our fifth and final story that's brought to you by Liquid IV per chance. Yes. Proper functional yeah, hydration majorly, is essential. Majorly. And Liquid, Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Use it first thing in the morning before a workout or just when you feel run down. A personal favorite of mine is after a long night out, a hangover, a long flight. That's a perfect place for a liquid IV. I always have a liquid IV in my purse. Let me tell you how it saved Ben's life this weekend. I just happened to have like, it was like actually sitting in my purse for months. I didn't even know it was in there. And after the wedding we were at, Ben was not okay. And it saved his life. Lemon lime flavor. That's my favorite. Um, so here's how it works. One stick of the liquid IV, you put it into 16 ounces of water, mix it up. It'll hydrate you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, it's made with quality ingredients, it's non-GMO, and it's free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in over 50 countries around the world. I can't stress how important it is just to have Liquid IV in your house. Like buy it, keep it in your house. When you need it, you need it. And you just want to make sure you're fully stocked. They have so many good flavors. Strawberry is so good. I really like lemon lime. I have been filling up my Stanley with my new Me ice too. machine, water, and a Liquid IV because you've got to stay hydrated while you're breastfeeding and also just like postpartum, you're just losing a lot of fluids. And I've been wanting to, I keep saying like, multiply my hydration it's with a hydration multiplier liquid IV and I just got a fresh shipment of amazing flavors pina colada I like the strawberry lemon lime so good breastfeeding mamas 
There you go. That's the secret. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TOAST at checkout. That's 20% off anything when you shop better hydration today using promo code TOAST at liquidiv.com. You're welcome for that one, girls. Like, you're literally welcome. What can you say except? You're welcome. Our fifth and final story um, really is brought to you by Liquid IV because Burning Man took place oh my God. this weekend and it was kind of crazy. A nightmare. Flooded, caused driving ban and just total chaos at Burning Man. The driving ban at Burning Man was lifted on Monday, allowing the estimated 64,000 people remaining at the festival to escape the grounds and that were transformed into a muddy quagmire by torrential downpours. So they're calling it exodus operations that were officially underway in Black Rock Desert in Nevada, thanks to drier ground, festival organizers said in an update. So the festival grounds were completely flooded. By- so I didn't know. Obviously, De- Burning Man takes place in the desert, but I think like this piece of land at one point like many many years ago was a lake and it like dried out so the sand is like different so it raining like it literally became like quicksand people's cars were like literally being swallowed by the earth so you're saying it's not like other sand that's exactly what I was trying to say thank you got it so I saw like photos I think we also like pictures and videos of just like this muddy mess people were told to like shelter in place they couldn't leave Right. And when we think of shelter in place, like we're at our homes. The whole point of Burning Man is like, it's this non-capitalist, non-conformist society where like money isn't real. So it's like people in campers with limited food, limited toilets, limited water, very limited resources. So it's, it's, kind, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare. But also one of the like foundational principles principles of burning me like I think some people were like this is where you know it's very about like self-reliance and and community so I think some people were like leaning in leaning in um other people were like get me the fuck out of here yeah so like if if you started to drive away in your car like your car would literally like end up half stuck in the mud like up to your neck I saw like Diplo and Chris Rock walked for six miles until they found someone with a truck who gave them a ride just looks like a complete and total nightmare and the the um Toilets were out of commission. No, and it's actually really sad. Two people died. Yes, but it's unclear if they died, not due to like the weather, some like for other causes, but then the weather stopped emergency vehicles from being able to get to them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's sad and crazy and scary. And I feel like people love to shit on Burning Man because it's... Like a little silly. It's easy to shit on. Um, yeah. But this was just a really crazy plot twist. No, and when whenever I feel like there's like a major like disaster or catastrophe, I think like a very natural human response is to be like, oh my God, like that could have been me. Like whenever something happens, like whether it's like an earthquake or whatever, you always think like that I could have been in that place or, and honestly, knowing that I would, I, this would never happen to me. I would never be a burning man. I didn't think you would be confused with someone who would be. Yeah. Like I, I was never going to go and it's, this changes nothing. Like I was never going to be there. Yeah. I'm the opposite of Burning Man, even though Catch Me in Five Years being like, Jackie, we have to go to Burning Man. Literally. <laughs> no, I would literally never. Like, where where I draw the line is, like, no running water, no Wi-Fi, no money. Like, you can't, like, buy stuff. It's, like, trade. Barter. I'm, yeah, like, I'm sorry. I love, like, this world, you know? You don't want to escape just for a few days? No, if I do, like, I'll take a trip. But you know who goes to Burning Man? Who? Elon. 
You know who does go to Burning Man, who's kind of like a darling of Burning Man, is Paris, Paris Hilton, Hilton, which for me is like so incongruous. Like she's so fabulous. I feel like she's she also gets, like a capitalist queen. No, she's like also a materialistic Material queen. Material girl. Clothes, houses. Like to me, that makes no sense. Now I know she has like that whole DJ side of her, but like to me, I get confused by that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like some people like just come in and out for the afternoon, you know? Yeah. I don't really yeah, see I mean, her in a camper, but what do I know? But I just, I don't see it. Do you think like you should promote the camper and the counselor at Burning Man in a camper? <laughs> 100%. The camper okay. and the counselor greater than the camper at Burning Man. I don't think that was ever up for debate. No, I think some people would say like, no, Burning Man over this children's Those people know nothing. I did end up on like a Burning Man side of TikTok. And it was was nice to see people, you know, in times of stress, people being like, I'm located at this lot or whatever. We're cooking food. If you need food, come. Like it was, it was nice. It was nice. You know, human nature. Yeah. Beautiful. No, I, and I think those are the, the principles of the festival. So people are practicing what they preach. But in times of like dire catastrophe, like it could be Lord of the Flies. It's every man for himself. Right. And you always say like, you like to think, if I got stranded on an island with like 10 people I know, like we'd never turn on each other, but you never know. Well, it was also, I think in the beginning, everyone is like, we're in this together. And it lasted about three, four days. It, You know, I think it's over That's time. like the movie we watched, I think, Triangle of Sadness. Oh my God, don't even, don't even bring that filth to our show it was a terrible movie. it was literal filth filth like duty everywhere but I feel like you know if, if this if these conditions had lasted longer that's when it, people start to turn the beginning yeah, is that's true. always like kumbaya let's you know make a fire we're united and, oh, it's worth mentioning most people who go to Burning Man are on drugs oh yeah so that adds like a more of like it's it's more um what's the word I'm looking for like when you're like you're able to deal with something. I'm just like not going to be able to give you the word you're looking for for Wait, a few what weeks. What is this word? Okay, hold on. It's like, oh my God, it's something a ball. Like not dealable, <laughs> but like, like, God, it's like palatable. Kind of, but like, I don't even remember what I was trying to say. Move on. This is a job for thesaurus.com. Yeah, it's more like. I'm going to try. Tolerable. Yes. Tolerable. Tolerable. Like something, you know, a situation like this when you're on drugs. Yes. But I also think it could make things like more perilous. Panicked. Panic. Yeah. For you. For sure. For sure. Like I can't even smoke pot. I'm like always like on edge. Yeah. And ever since Bonne Nuit, I just really, I don't participate anymore. I understand. Thank you. So those were the Fast Five stories. I feel as though you needed to know them. If you're in the car on the way back from Burning Man, I hope you're okay. I'm glad you got out, you know? Maybe next year, don't do it. Like, I just feel like it's not worth it. There aren't really any toasters at Burning Man. Toasters ex Burning Man is not a community like that exists. Like, if it's a Venn diagram, it's just two circles next to each other. Yeah. But, like, you know, toasters ex stagecoach, huge. Middle, it's three circles. It's one One circle. circle. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. So I don't know if we have any toasters. Actually, if you were at Burning Man and you made it out and you're listening to this episode and perhaps on your drive home, uh, sound off in the comments. How was it? You okay? But only when your car is fully stopped in park. Of course, of course, of course. And? Unless someone else is driving. Right, right. Passenger princess. Safety first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, speaking of driving, like 
Yikes. I have to learn how to drive again. I know. I was thinking about that while you were here. You had just learned. And and I was left. doing really good. I was challenging myself to drive every day. Then I left. I have don't, n- Listen, don't worry about it. Like, no, I'm not. You'll figure it I'm out not, later. Like, it's a problem for another day, but it's certainly a problem. It, no, it's not a problem. It's just disheartening. No. It's even though they really say it's like riding a bike, like you don't forget, but you just really were not I was experienced. Yeah, like I was still learning. So that's... But doesn't Tesla self-drive? First of all, you have to work up to self-driving. You have to prove yourself as a good enough driver for them oh. to give you self-driving. And also, I'm not really interested in self-driving. Um, it's freaky. It's a little freaky. Any like Tesla accidents, like they are... They're, uh, are the self-driving ones. Like, I just, I don't know how much I would trust it, but I mean, it can't be worse than me, you know? It's true. <laughs> the bar now, is low. Now that I think about it. What are you going to have for lunch? It is lunchtime, right? Yeah. That's a really great question. One that I hadn't thought of previously. I think I'll have Trudy's warm bowl. Ugh. Enjoy. I, God. I don't know. Do I make something? Zach made me a bagel with eggs yesterday. That was good. I think I'm going to have brunch. Mm. Mm. And then lunch. Love. You know, I'm still in a breakfast state of mind. I'm in a breakfast state of mind. <laughs> and All right. oh. maybe a wrap. I don't know. By the way, at a glance, first episode back, how does it feel? It feels good. Actually, I think this was a great episode. We covered so much ground. I know. I thought we were really going to have to go on for three hours. But now we're 20s. Seems to have done it. I knew we could do it. And also, I am like, my clock is... Yeah, no, Cheerley, like, gave you an hour 20. Like, let's not be ungrateful. Yeah, wenches. like, now we can do the post-show, upload things. I can get them on the boob. We're good. Guys, it has been an absolute honor, and it brings me great joy to say this. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast, anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places you have this in podcast. My Toast the Millennial Five Star Review, better, beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing, truly awesome day. Just don't forget to soak up each other's awesomeness. You know, drink awesome shooters. Love ya. Bye. Love ya. Bye.